superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. What do you say, Geno Smith, to those who think that Russ is gone and so are Seattle's playoff hopes? This is the Rich Eisen Show. I got this. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Geno steps up in the pocket, throws downfield, Parkinson, touchdown! All I have to say is, let's ride. Earlier on the show, NFL on Fox analyst Mark Schlereth. Still to come, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, eight-year MLB veteran and throwing coach Tom House. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on the Roku channel, here on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio network coast-to-coast, here on the Odyssey app as well. There's our podcast version of the show where all podcasts are acquired. You can listen to this show as much as you want, whenever you want, just download the pod every single day. Hit the RSS button so it just goes straight into your phone. We greatly appreciate that. Our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. I believe over 460,000 subscribers to that page and growing, uh, just like uh, Leon an airplane getting larger. Um, <laughs> what are you making this, Leon? And it's getting larger. You can make a hat. 460,029. There you go. Very good. Uh, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we had Mark Schlereth on in hour number one. He, just like everybody else, completely mystified by Nathaniel Hackett uh, and his decision in the last night's game with all three timeouts left to hold on to all of those timeouts. Don't even call a timeout until the very last second of a possession that you would think would be Russell Wilson's to handle. Fourth and five uh, from the uh, plus side of the field. And instead of uh, letting him pick up the fourth and five, he sends Brandon McManus out for a 64-yard field goal. That was just a lot of what-what moments. I don't know. Did you see the uh, Manning cast? reaction to it the Mannings had because I watched Buck and Aikman quite yeah, a bit I was last night Buck and Aikman. I was on so, the Manning cast so, so great man just hearing Buck's voice over the Monday Night Football theme I, I, when he comes on next I can't it was nice I mean, if, I, knowing him and he's just being a traditionalist and he, he had it one minute last night even just go wow I'm talking over the Monday Night Football theme that is pretty cool and Aikman was great too but the Mannings had Shannon Sharp on he was their guest watching the whole thing play out and they're like I think now would be a great time to call timeout and Man- Peyton Manning did, and any coach, you do not want to be on the recipient of Peyton Manning putting his hands behind his head and just leaning back and just Sad closing his eyes. And Eli looking mystified, and I understand that that might be his default face for a lot of people. But, you know, you, you, you uh, look at the whole scenario, and nobody understood it. Russ said he did, but I just covering for his coach. We talked about it with Schlereth. I had my opinion of it uh, at the top of the hour. I talked about what Russell Wilson's inner monologue was. That's on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. If you're watching on the Roku channel, just stick around. We show wheels right here on channel 210. As soon as this show is over, it'll start re-airing over and over again. We greatly appreciate the Roku channel's new partnership. Loving it. And uh, it's free if you want to watch us. Uh, hour number three, Tom House, the throwing coach extraordinaire, Tom 
Brady's throwing coach among uh, other many of his clients. Uh, he'll be here in studio. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about pitching and throwing and his career, eight years in the major leagues. It'll be a fun chat. Also, in hour number three, we'll hit on the Russell Wilson homecoming part of last night. Um, coming up later on this hour, I've got a segment that I do every Tuesday during the football season where I give you four opinions of uh, you know from kind of uh, off the beaten path of a National Football League week where a lot of not a lot of people are talking about the things that just kind of landed with me and I'll impart it to you and uh, also the uh, Cleveland Browns have made another terrible mistake <laughs> that just came out of nowhere uh, I'm just trying to tease what's coming up on our show just made another head scratching decision let's put it that way this one however is not nearly as serious as the last ones this oh, one is just like I don't I don't know I don't know what's happening what do we do Okay, what are we doing? It's what, a, what, yeah, we should what, have a new segment. What are we? What are we doing? In that way, that's what we say. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like what? Actually, that could be a weekly Cleveland Browns segment. <laughs> what are we? What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, but we turn right now to the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Uh, my head coach of the fourth-ranked Michigan Wolverines getting set to take on Jim Moore's UConn team oh. in the Big House. Um, and there's been uh, some quarterback conversations going on there. But joining us here uh, back on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines, Jim Harbaugh. How you doing, coach? Mr. Eisen, doing well. <laughs> Excellent. Are you driving around town right now? Are you twirling around Ann Arbor? Is that where I found you right now, coach? No, I'm in my, in my office. Okay. Shem Beckler Hall. Mm-hmm. Preparing for UConn. How often do you channel Bo? Do you ever catch yourself? You go, my God, I sound just like Bo. Do you catch yourself doing that? frequently uh yeah daily uh is a a drive into work park in the park in the spot and walk walk by that statue it's uh it's every day put the fingerprint on the door and uh and and walk in and um yeah recommit uh recommit every day how would Bo have handled the name image and likeness deal for jim harbaugh back in 1986 how would that have gone down, do you think, Jim Harbaugh, back in that day? What do you think? That's unknowable other than uh, you know, football's always always been a game that's evolved. You look back to uh, evolve to a forward pass. I mean, there's been many, many innovations and changes to the game. I, I'd be always speculating, but uh, I would uh, – I'd speculate and say that Bo Schembechler saw what the what some of the revenues were and the TV revenues were, and uh, that he would have wanted his players to share in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's only a guess; it's unknowable. Okay, of course, and, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm going I'm going uh, uh, speculative with you right off the bat, Coach. I get it, but I, I mean, what what would your what would your nil deal have been? Back in the day, you'd had a good one, wouldn't you? You and Jumbo, I, I could see a car commercial with you and Jumbo Elliott, for instance. What do you think, Jim? I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I, you know, the, I mean, it's like kind of like uh, I would have to say I didn't play at all as a freshman. Okay, um, right. And then uh, played very little as a sophomore. Uh, my my junior season, the I got hurt. Broke my arm. Mm. Uh, 
had a good senior season and had a had a good fifth year season. It, uh, so I don't I don't know. I mean, it was there was a lot of there was a lot of things that uh, and, and you know, Coach Schembeck really I mean was was the person that that changed it for me. Um, you know, a trajectory that was just going along, kind of just kind of finding myself the first the first couple of years. Let me tell you that story, please. I was coming out of uh, Angel Hall, mm-hmm. walking across State Street, and I saw Bo Schembechler's coming out of the Union, coming down those steps. Yeah, oh yeah. You can picture that. Oh and yeah. Oh, get yeah. about halfway across the street, and I go, "Oh, I'm going to run into Coach Schembechler here. I hope he, I hope he doesn't see me. Really, <laughs> what I was thinking, but he did see me, mm-hmm. and, and we kind of just." Cross paths and uh, stop me. How you doing, Jim? You know, I was, I was coming from class. Yes, yes, coach, coming from class. How's it going? It's going good. I, what are you weighing? I uh, said about two hundred and two pounds. And he, he, I'll never forget. He looks down at his shoe, then he looks looks up at me, kind of kicks the you know sidewalk a little bit, and he goes, Jim, you might be the best quarterback we've ever recruited to the University of Michigan. No kidding. Or you might be the biggest mistake we've ever made in recruiting the quarterback position. Look back down at his shoes, and he started walking down State Street. I just started watching him go, and I couldn't figure out what the heck was that about. And uh, it took me, took me some months. Uh, but when I finally figured it out, when it dawned on me, what he was telling me was my fate was in my hands. And, and that was a, that was a real inflection point for me and decided it's up to, it's up to me, my responsibility to turn what I, my circumstances into success. And I really, I have a lot of gratitude to coach Sam Beckler for, a lot of things, but uh, none more than that. Uh, that fateful meeting in in March, right before spring practice of my sophomore year. What was the asking you your weight as the opener? Did that have anything to do with it, or just to throw you off your game a little bit? I mean, what was that about the opener asking for my weight? Yeah, well, I mean that's what coaches give me. How's school going? How's okay? How much you're weighing? You know, okay. what, are, what are you weighing? What are you weighing these days, Rich? <laughs> Well, I'm weighing about 205 myself right now, to be honest with you. I'm about six feet. I just turned 53. You know, I'm on a statin. Uh, what else? Uh, that's what I got going on. You know, three kids, two jobs. You know, that's what I got going on. And, and you good. Getting yeah. better every day. Thanks. Oh, of course. That's, I attack each day. That's what I'm doing right now. I don't know if you saw Coach Jim Harbaugh. Did you see my appearance in Canton, Ohio at the jacket dinner? Did you see that? Did that, did that cross your desk? Hit your phone. Uh, I, I, uh, no, I did not see that. Mm. Tell me about it. Mm. Well, as you know, Canton, Ohio. You're you're from Ohio. Uh, you know, uh, you know um, when a Michigan man strolls into that state, might hear something, might hear might hear uh, an OH or something like that. And <clears throat> last few years, um, I've been hearing a lot. Uh, this year, I strolled in, and uh, and and as my job of being the host uh, of the event, Jim Harbaugh, 
Uh, it was my job to let everyone know uh, in case of emergency, check where the nearest exit to you is. And I said, if you need help doing that here uh, in Canton, uh, just imagine yourself as a member of the Buckeyes in the middle of Michigan Stadium in the fourth quarter last year. That's what I said. That's a, that's a good. I do know exactly what you mean. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I get that often. I get I get somebody telling me go Bucks or go Green. I mm-hmm. I, you... uh, I hear that quite often mm-hmm. from uh, their supporters. You know what my response is? What is it? Never. <laughs> My guys here are shaking their heads right now, Coach. They are shaking their heads, but guess what? It's too bad. It's absolutely you, uh, too bad. You, you just keep you just keep doing you. Thank you, sir. Rich, it's working, and uh, I I feel like you are an alpha male for your, Thank your you. age group. <laughs> you don't have to compete with the the twenty year olds or the thirty year olds or even the forty year olds. Uh, I just want sure. you to I just want you to remain an alpha male for. Those guys in their 50s. Appreciate that, Jim Harbaugh. Thank you so much. Now, that story you just told about Bo placing uh, into your mind the fact that the future is yours to shape uh, at the quarterback position, how has that informed you as you've informed Cade McNamara and J.J. McCarthy over the last several weeks and months about their status, Jim? Yeah, and that uh, it thing, I, you know, we're – say to Cade, say to JJ, uh, is the same. And it's, it comes from my mother. It comes from Jackie Harbaugh. And it's, and there's a lot of people that give I mean, the, 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 the mental game and, and advice. But since I've been six years old, whether I was playing little league, high school, college, or a professional football player, then into coaching, my mom sends me, about the same text before every single game since I've been six years old. And it, it's a simple text. It's, it, uh, but it has in it one play at a time, one game at a time, or one day at a time, one game at a time, one play at a time. And uh, it, it's, it's the absolute best advice there is uh, you know, that I've gotten personally, and, and that's that's the one I share with with both Cade and, and JJ. And uh, how how have they taken it? Because uh, Cade definitely seems to be, let's just, the word disappointed is, is uh, uh, might be an understatement from him after what he did for the school, the program, for, for himself, for the team last year. Um, and JJ McCarthy clearly is attacking each day himself, to use your phrase. How are those kids taking that from your perspective? Uh, yeah, so us coaches, we embrace the fact that we have two really good quarterbacks. Uh, we feel two championship-level quarterbacks. Uh, Kate, obviously, you saw that uh, last season, all season. So uh, players, coaches, we embrace. We got we got two really good quarterbacks, and that's a that's a real edge for our football team, and, and we embrace it. And. Uh, we were back in the practice field yesterday, and and uh, there's there's no difference in in Cade's demeanors. An incredible uh, leader and quarterback, and and uh, he's preparing like I wanted him to prepare. We and the whole team wants him to prepare like he's the starter. And it's football. He's going to he's going to play again, and 
we're very confident uh, that uh, that he will play his level of football, play his game. Uh, team's confident in in JJ, and uh, you know we both we want we want both of them to to have at it and and keep developing, keep improving, and um, and as as I said, it's a that's a that's a big edge for our team. I don't know if I don't know if any other team in the country has it uh, that kind of edge like we do. And do you plan on doing this week to week for for long, uh, Jim, or, or are you going to uh, name one and just rip the knob off and say let's go, let's go into say the Big Ten schedule or potentially uh, November, knowing who's what, and hopefully you get to play deep deep into January. No, it's J- JJ's. Uh, you know that we we named JJ the starter and. Uh, and from there, we we do we do exactly what we said. Well, you know, one play at a time, one game at a time. That's the uh, that's the best approach. All right. Uh, in the few minutes I have left with you, Coach Jim Harbaugh, uh, I never thought I'd say that. Just sitting here in Los Angeles, Big Ten country, um, kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, my question for you is: uh, Can you? Um, put a little bit more meat on the bones of what you said with a billion dollar package that the big 10 just had that you think the players should share in that revenue and how that would work in your mind, Jim Harbo. Yeah, I would, I would, uh, who wouldn't feel that way? I can't imagine that, 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 uh, uh, that, and, um, yeah, just to put more depth to it though. I think that you know the Big Ten is the one who's negotiating those contracts, and and uh, you know they are with you know in the billions. Uh, and I, in my opinion, and I don't think I'm alone in that opinion that uh, you know, the players should share in that revenue. Well, I mean, as you know, um, if something like that happens, then suddenly uh, players might unionize and things truly professionalize in the world of of college football. Would you be fine with something like that? I mean, you, you spent so many successful years in the NFL, your names in the rafters in Indianapolis for crying out loud. Um, so, you know, both ends and what both look like. Do you, do you think that this is a professionalist approach to college football and how that would work? What's been decided in the courts is that the, the players can profit off of their name, image and likeness. And mm-hmm. I think uh, again, I mean that's another just simple, fair thing to do. I mean, if the, if if somebody's selling a jersey, for example, uh, with with your name on it or, or your son's name on it, I mean, your son should be able to profit from from that that sale. I would, uh, I think we can all agree that would be fair, right? Yes. Um, so that's and that's already been decided. That's already been decided in in uh, you know at the the NCAA level at the at the in the court at the court level um and i would also argue that you know the the big 10 who's uh you know negotiating the tv deals they are using the name image and likeness of the players and um so henceforth i'd make the the connection that they should they should be able to uh the players should be able to profit off their name image and likeness well, before I let you go, Jim Harbaugh, you uh, gave a workout to former quarterback from San Francisco, Colin Kaepernick, uh, a few months ago. The Cowboys have a job opening, it appears, at uh, quarterback right now. What did Colin look like to you? Did he look like a guy who could play in the NFL 
from what you saw, Jim? Yeah, he looked like he was in great shape. He's not just the workout; he was he was here around our team uh, for about four or five days, uh, uh, practicing, doing doing some things on uh, on campus, and uh, he was like a kid in the candy store. There was it was just like he was, uh, you know, when I coached him. I said he was in incredible shape, threw the ball ex- extremely well. To and during the workout, it was and wasn't choreographed uh, where receivers he'd ever thrown with before. Um, yeah, I thought he I thought he looked uh, extremely good from my eye. Coach, appreciate the time. Um, good luck against UConn and beyond, and um, and always appreciate when you call into this program. And thrilled that you're back with Michigan and you're you're sticking around and you're going to be there for a long time. Right. Yes, sir. Committed. It's uh, the uh, it's just like uh, just like the you know the day when I first got this job. Just like the just like at the beginning of the season when uh, in February came back, recommitted, and um, you know very happy. Coach Jim Harbaugh, thanks for the time. Thank you, sir. All right, pal. You take Good care. You have me on. Okay, anytime. That's Jim Harbaugh, head football coach, University of Michigan, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay. Um, did he break news about McCarthy? Because uh, honestly, I, you know, I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, he's like, you know that. And uh, during the rest of the conversation, I'm sitting here thinking, I-, I thought it was just for UConn. Didn't he just say that he sounded That's like That's kind of what I thought, too, but it does sound like that he announced him for McCarthy the, for the rest of the year. year? Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll, I'll just say this. Um, certainly since later on in the show, we're going to talk about Seahawks fans booing Russ Wilson. Michigan fans were booing Cade McNamara. Now, against Hawaii, he did not, he didn't look great. And he didn't move the offense certainly as efficiently and successfully as J.J. McCarthy did. I was watching that game and I thought to myself, why why are fans booing the guy who won the Big Ten title last year? And why are they booing the guy that beat Ohio State? Because He's not moving the offense well enough. And anybody knows uh, when you watch football, anything can happen. And I bet Michigan's going to need Cade McNamara in a big spot at some point over the next couple months. And hopefully he's going to be ready for it. That's the way it goes. That's why I'm saying the Cowboys should go out and (laughs) they they should trade for a more veteran hand than Will Greer, man. Maybe Will Greer could be the next Dak, the next Romo. I don't know. Who knows? I I, I just, you know, I, you better hedge your bet. Like we said earlier, there's some quality number twos out there that won't see the field this year. I, I'd like to have one of them. I sure, know. For sure. Hopefully Cooper Rush is that guy for you. Well, I think Cooper Rush is, we've seen. What was the uh, Zimmerman quote, uh, Brockman? There's, which one? You want to see Kellen Mond out there? Kellen Mike Zimmer? Yeah. You, Zimmer, you know, it was going into week 18 Did last year. They're eliminated. You know, you're going to see Kellen Mond out there. No. No. Why not? I've seen enough of him already. Got it. <laughs> I hear you, coach. <laughs> okay. Kind of feel that way. I was, that was, uh, you you kind of know what you, you've seen. It. A little bit of the Zimmerness right there. Okay. We're going to take a break. Come back. I got some uh, an interesting four downs for you. Um, one of them is Tomlin related. And uh, prior to that, Mike Tomlin had a heck of a soundbite. <laughs> and also, part of uh, the next segment, this is great. Please stay tuned for this because it's going to be me pointing out 
How right I am. Oh, boy. That's okay. next on this on edition of the Rich Eisen Show. It's high on my damn agenda. Thank you. <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Outfit. We just played the uh, Russell Wilson soundbite ending the press conference last night. Go Broncos, let's ride is the way he's going to finish things up now. Broncos, let's ride. (laughs) Let's ride. Hey, Russ had 340 yards hurt? last night. He man. was riding. He, he, he was riding, man. Let's ride. He was riding. Not ride the pine. <laughs> I can't believe Hackett took him out to try a 64-yard field goal after letting the clock run down. I still can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I bet Russ is just happy that's over with, man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Rearview like, mirror. The Rear schedule view. makers did him dirty, putting him that game first. Dirty. And just, like, get it over did with him and let's dirty. move on. You know? Right? At that's, least he, at least Tom tough. had what? Tom had uh, like three, a, a whole weeks, season. Right? Well, I mean. Well, the New England game was, what, week four a couple years ago? Of last year. Of last yeah. year. We well, had a whole season yeah, plus. Yeah, a season a plus. Right, Peyton Manning right, had right. a season plus seven. He had season right. plus four. Well, first game out of the box. Yes, like that's, that's kind of. He hadn't rough. broken a sweat as a Bronco yet. That's rough. I didn't like that. And next up for him, Lovey Smith at home, Houston. Lovey. And then he's back on Sunday night, Denver at San Francisco. Man, he just can't quit the NFC West. His first two nationally televised games against the NFC West. And uh, you, man, good lord, Glenn in San Diego. Let's take your call right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Glenn? Hey, Rich. First time, long time. Appreciate the show. Found you guys really easy on Roku. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's up, Glenn? Glenn? Well, first I want to tell you that I did not take away from the show what you guys said about this game last night. Completely accurate. I cannot believe that the that the Denver Broncos gave us, the Chargers, such an opportunity. And this week, I want to know what your opinion is of them as a team and hey. the matchup. Well, I mean, look, if Khalil Mack is showing up with defensive player of the year type capability with a, a line that already features Joey Bosa and he's got Derwin James all over the map and that's without J.C. Jackson, their prize um, free agent signing, um, that's going to be significant. And Justin Herbert, uh, if will they let Justin cook? It just seems sometimes there's just some weird play calls from him every now and then. It's just, am I wrong? And then Mike Williams disappears like, I, every time he fades back to pass, I feel it should look like Josh Allen, and it's only Josh Allen half the time. Am I wrong? You tell me if I'm no, off. I, I think I, you're right. I, I mean, Austin you know, Eckler, they're not running him. They're not, they're not running Austin Eckler inside the 10. They're doing – Well, and now Keenan Allen's going to be out a game or two. And, 
I, I had Ian Rappaport on uh, Westwood One Halftime last night. He said he called it an outside shot for this week. Oh, Unless really? there's a for new update, Allen? I don't no. know. I saw. I don't know. I, 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 but but all I'm saying is the Chargers can absolutely win this division. All I know is I, I'm I, I'm choosing the Raiders to win the division, and, and uh, Week One didn't look all that great. I'll be very honest with you on that. But um, it's still a marathon, and and I like what the Chargers did Week One. They took care of business at home against the division team, which is what you got to do. Got to do it. So that's my two cents on that. Thanks for the call, Glenn. So while I raise my hand and take a, a mea culpa, just one week. It's just one week. It's just one week where. Um, you know, I have the Raiders winning the division. Man, Stone Street You're all is Raiders, all in bro. my grill. <laughs> well, in my grill. He told me that, you know, he's doing, he's going to be in Los Angeles, I guess, because he's doing a show or whatever. Oh, nice. And he says, you know, he's going to be in L.A. until the Monday night game against the Raiders. And then he, and then he adds, your team. You know, your team. <laughs> he is just in my grill about choosing the Raiders. In my grill. Well, you know. I mean, and Chargers fans, I'm hearing it. I see it. It's just one week. It's just one week. The autumn wind is a pirate, and we're not even in autumn yet, right? No, uh, not, not technically autumn. Te- not technically autumn. Not technically okay, autumn. Okay, so thank you very much. Uh, pre-autumn. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, we're late summer. You know, so, so that's one late way to look summer. at it. It's just one week, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Or uh, I can or have it both ways, because that's what happens when you do a job like this one. You can have it both ways, you know? Or maybe I should just be one of our colleagues who just doesn't care doesn't about care. being yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. and just only <laughs> points out when they're right. Should I? I just don't have that gene in me. <laughs> but I'm going to try to flex that muscle a little bit here before I give you my four downs for, for week number one, where I have four opinions about what happened in the league and just want to point out stuff that not a lot of folks are focused on. But I, I just I do feel the need in this world where victory laps can be rare. <laughs> Even though it's just one week. Remember uh, remember when that time last month, guys, when I gave you five new items in addition to the ones from back in the spring that I was trying to talk myself into for yeah, this yeah, league? Yeah. I gave you five more. Yeah, I love it. Right, on the, right, after, right after things went down in Canton and things preseason was just beginning to cook, unlike Russ last night at the end, uh, I had... I gave you five new items to talk myself into for the 2022 season. Let's take a look at those five items now that one week's in the books. Number one was the Eagles will win the NFC East. Oh, not bad. Number two is the Chiefs' offense will be better than ever. Mm -hmm. Number three is the Seahawks aren't going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Number four is Kevin O'Connell will unlock Kirk Cousins. And number five is the Steelers' quarterback situation is going to be okay. What was the date? August August 16th. Rich. 2022. That's like week two preseason. It's aging like a very fine wine right now. I only have 17 more weeks to go. I'm white knuckling. (laughs) I'm white knuckling. I mean. I'm 118th of the way there, guys. Season is not over. Thank you, Jim Mora. (laughs) What about the first list? Do we have the first list? The first list is, um, I don't have it right here, but I think the first list is pretty accurate. Okay. I think the first list is pretty accurate that Aaron Rodgers is no pressure on him. Now, while we got the muscle. Uh, the first list isn't that great. Aaron Rodgers is no pressure. Rodgers, the Raiders will win the yeah. AFC West. 0 oh, for 2. Oh, yeah. 0 uh, for 2 there. It's a marathon. Else. <laughs> uh, Cowboys are taking a step back, was one of them. Oh, okay. Uh, one. Yeah, right. but you were wrong about that, though. 
Oh. They would have been fine. They looked terrible Cowboys took Jack. five steps back, oh, not yeah. just yeah. one. Okay. Okay. They, they took five <laughs> steps back. Right. I'm sorry, I should let you finish your <laughs> Yeah, please. There weren't enough steps that went back. Yeah. Do you have the list? Hoskins is whispering in my ear the list. Oh, it, oh okay. Uh, do you have the graphic for that one? You can put it up. I'll, I'll deal with it if you've got oh. it. Yeah, the the, the the yeah the original one, the original one with me. Or I think we might. Uh, it's not all built on one page. I might yeah, have just yeah, walked yeah. you through it. That's okay. But uh, right, so I'm five and zero oh on that one. Yeah, you're doing right. well. Steelers, I need to see a Steelers bit quarterback situation. Trubisky, did you watch much of that game? I know you had nine in I your had, house. You couldn't watch all nine. nine. That's why I watched him at NFL Network. I, we had all nine up. And Trubisky was—he uh, looked good. Well, they're going to be two and zero. I went higher register. They're going to whack the Pats this week. The opening of the Acrisure opening. Yeah, because it looks like Najee Harris is going to go this week. Yeah, but no, no TJ Watt. No TJ Watt. You're obviously. hoping that uh, he finds a doctor who says you don't need surgery. Um, all right, let's go to Chad in Salt Lake City. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Chad? Rich, I feel bad that I don't have a housewarming gift. I apologize. <laughs> Welcome to your new home Thank you. on Roku. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thank you, sir. Greatly really appreciate it. Thank you. And, and I apologize, too. I know I'm stepping on it a little bit, but I had to get back to work. I know you'll be talking about it in the third hour, but everybody I've heard all day today, everybody on the, on the national sports media punditry has been complaining about the booing of Russell Wilson. Everybody needs to keep in mind, no one was booing Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks fans, who I am a diehard from back in the early, early, early beginning days of Zorn and Largent and the original Michael Jackson, number 55, the linebacker from Pasco, Washington. I'm an OG Seahawks fan. Yep. We were not booing Russell Wilson. We were booing the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> the much-hated Denver Broncos. A team that we have not seen eye-to-eye with since the early days of Jack Patera coaching uh, summer camp in Eastern Washington University. Let me ask you this question, Chad, since you're an OG. Uh, I don't remember the last time Denver was in Seattle. Chris, I don't know if you were able to look that up. You know, Googling fast is not your strongest suit over there. Ouch. Okay, but look up the last time Denver was in Seattle. I will proffer to say if it was four years ago or eight, because, you know, you you play – Denver won't play Seattle again for another four seasons um, because 20, they rotate. 2014. Okay, who was the quarterback on that day that they were in Seattle? Was it was well, that, that as, been, was that an that Osweiler? Been, was that an Osweiler situation? Osweiler. It was, pa- it was Peyton Manning. Oh, it was Peyton Manning. Okay, so we need to we need to discard that because uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's just say. It was, the the booing of a Denver Bronco quarterback, if it was say Brandon Allen, wouldn't have been as lusty. I don't think last night. Come on, you know when he came out uh, for the first snap, uh, it was loud, and I understand that now he's an enemy and 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 so on and so forth. But Chris, did did, did Brady get that same treatment in Week Four last year when he came out? In no, New he, no, he got cheered. I mean, this, uh, this is a team. This is a team and a city that that has fought this team. Our very first playoff game was against the Denver Broncos in the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was the wow. home of the, the best hit by a wide receiver on a defensive back ever. When Largent, um, I, I won't say it was Hayden that he knocked off. This is a team that we won our first Super Bowl against. So this is a team that we have some history with. So okay. I think if it would have been Osweiler, if it would have been Drew Locke, if it would have been whoever, 
it's the Broncos. We would have booed lustfully in honor of the Bronco Buster T-shirt of Bosworth. So, yeah, is there some added incentive because Wilson's there? Of course. It would be – I would be disingenuous if I didn't say that added to the the mystique of it. Okay. But it wasn't just about Wilson. It's about the team that he was playing for. All right, Chad, and thank you. Oh, sir. Okay, Chad, I, I appreciate the call right there. Chad dropping every name uh, in the book except for Jim Zorn. If we, if we, if I, if we weren't <laughs> out of time, he would just go Jim Zorn on us. But, um, look, let, let's not – gloss over what this segment is all about is that I've nailed all five of my items <laughs> that I was trying to talk myself into prior to the season. Also, can I get some Almost credit a month for ago quick, today. quick Googling there? I mean, that was very good. Fast. That was that great. Was that was, I, I should, I, I, uh, I denigrated. Thank you. I denigrated. And I apologize. I apologize. But you made him better. You know? I did make him better. You made him better. I almost pulled you for the kicker. Oh man! <laughs> but I stuck with you. Thank you. You're welcome. I learned. I learned the lessons of last night. Is what I'm pointing out. Can I get a 242 million dollar contract? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Four downs. I got four downs for you. One of them includes Tomlin. And wait till you hear Tomlin's latest gem of a soundbite from his press conference today in advance of Steelers Patriots in week number two. The Acrisure opening. That's coming up next uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Throwing coach and guru Tom House is in the house. Tom's in the house. Tom uh, in the the house house. on the Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) Back here on our terrestrial radio affiliate, just hearing the tale of woe. If you're listening, Chris Brockman for the last two days. His, uh, Looked like he took a still chair shot today. You got this big gash in it. It's because a direct hit. From your son, you you collided heads, his mouth on top of your skull. Yeah. And there must have been blood in the water, like it's Jaws. Uh, a little I mean, bit. Not, in the pool, not little too pool much. Not too much. Okay, but he's okay. Bad. Yeah, but because he's pool. okay. What's awesome is that um, it hurt me way more. Okay, I, I'm, I'm still in pain two days later. Yeah, well, look, yeah. we, we don't really care about your head. How are Cage's, Cage's teeth? teeth? That's look, the important He stuff. honestly had a popsicle 20 minutes later. And <laughs> How about you? Did you get a popsicle? Totally over Did you get a popsicle, too? popsicle, too? I had Or at least put it on your head to ice it down? I was icing my head. Did you have a shot of something? Popsicle later. <laughs> an adult popsicle. <laughs> later in the uh, you have some of that way, wine that we got sent? Thing, Rich. What? Little adult popsicle? You know, like what are, the, what are the things we used to have right, as you're kids? Just changing the subject. No, those little adult they're beverages in. Uh, I don't know what he's talking. Oh, about. Oh, like when you freeze pops? Yes. Oh, freeze pops. Yes. Okay, very good. Anyway, we have a dentist appointment in a couple days just to check to make sure everything's all right. Everybody's back to their corners. Like I said, his gums are a little bruised. They might be pushed back a little bit, but they're all there. Very difficult way for Cage to learn. His dad's very hard headed. Okay. Pretty much. Very good. Is this the point in time where you want to, before Tom House comes out here, talk about how you once threw your shoulder out on a plane? Sitting yeah, on a plane? we talked about this. I have I don't, a big I've guy never heard this story. I on a plane, and I had to hold my shoulder like this. Oh. And I literally It was because he, he got the armrest yeah. instead of you. He got armrest. So you had, to, you, had to, you, had to, you had to have your arm in such a position for how long a flight? Five hours in a bad position. And I literally tore my rotator cuff on that. <laughs> Swear to God, true story. The importance of that of that armrest, man. The the armrest is yeah, no joke. It really is. Do we do we spend our valuable time with Tom House bringing this up? No, no. Yeah. How yeah. does one rehab 
a sitting shoulder torn rotator cuff. You, wait, was that you, recently from New York? Or no, 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 no. This that? is like five years Somebody ago. Somebody, like Every Tom, so Tom you've been around throwing. You've been around trying to avoid injury or rehabbing <laughs> injury. Have you ever heard of somebody tearing their rotator cuff just sitting in a certain position because oh, they lost we the armrest? that's we went to D.C. Yeah. for the All-Star like, game. So that's got to be how but many Mike, years ago? what happened when you helped the lady get her bag down and then didn't something happen to your arm that time, too? That was a re-injury. I helped a woman. It was a re woman getting her bag down. You didn't see Tom House. You didn't see Tom House. So I'm telling you, see? you don't have. He didn't have a Will Greer around to back him up. <laughs> he sure didn't. Will Greer. All right, West Virginia. Mama. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's a national treasure, folks. National treasure. His press conferences highly underrated. Who's he talking about here, Chris? He's talking about rookie uh, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren. He had a terrific uh, first foray into the he National did. Football League with, with Jamar Chase and the rest of those Bengals receivers out there. Uh, Mike Tomlin, your thoughts on uh, evaluating his performance? You know, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin, you know. Um, and that's capable of happening for a young guy. And so, But I think that's been indicative of him, of him throughout this process, and that's why he's gone from being an undrafted guy to a guy that's carving a role out for himself because at no step in team development did he show that circumstances were too big for him. Um, he was competitive, and he's been competitive. And he was on Sunday. And so uh, good for him and good for us. So my follow-up question, Coach, is when you say it's capable for a young guy, young guys are capable of urinating down their legs or <laughs> young guys are capable of not urinating down their legs? That's a, I don't know what he meant by that, that young guys are capable of that. Because hmm. we know young guys are capable of urinating down their legs. Yeah. You know yeah. Um, the outlier is young men who are capable of not that's what I think he meant. Yeah, I think that's right. Is that where you consult your doctor? That's just, by the way, uh, he might have just earned himself one of those commercials during football oh. games. Okay, you got to consult your in doctor. A in the field? No, 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 no. Oh. That's a different flow. Oh. <laughs> different flow, sir. Wow. No, it's just one of those, those commercials where people are. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? You're, you're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're that guy, you know, you're sitting around hoping you get that acting gig. Your agent calls you up. You got this, uh, you got this new job. What do I do? You're playing that guy in a commercial that's got to go and needs a pill to stop going. Would you take that job, Chris? Uh, have I had much success before? Had I been in any commercials or is this the first one? Uh, you, it's, you might be typecast by it. You're running Ooh. the risk. Is it a national commercial? Of course it is. It's, it's a national, national football league commercial. Trying to, uh, how, yeah, well, trying how long is the campaign? Is it all football season? Is it all season? Uh, season long, uh, season long uh, gig, yes. I think i got to say yes. Chris, you, Chris you know I used yeah. to be 14. a commercial talent agent, right? Week 14, you used to do this. Okay, you used to do this. Yeah. So week 14, you're running the risk of yeah. just strolling down the produce aisle and somebody's like, I know you from somewhere. Where do <laughs> I know you? Oh, you gotta go. You gotta go. That's fine though, because those yeah. those national checks That's come right. in. They keep exactly. rolling in. Yeah. They, I think they I gotta say in. yes for residuals alone. I have to say yes. Yeah. yeah. Those residuals are nice. Oh God, stop! Ooh. <laughs> All right, now we've run out of time for four downs. We'll have to do it in hour three. Well, we're pretty open. Who do I choose for following this up to change the uh, (laughs) (laughs) Rick in Maryland? Oh, let's go here. Rick in Maryland. You're on the Rich Eisen show. What's up, Rick? How you doing? How is everybody? We don't have to to go. We're good. (laughs) We're here. What's up, Rick? What's up, Rick? Before the show. What's on your Um, mind, Rick? 
Well, I wanted to kind of talk about the Patriots because, you know, I, I saw uh, Chris's, um, you know, overreaction Monday about uh, Belichick, you know, and uh, there's been some other sports show opinions, you know, can Bill Belichick ever go on the hot seat? And, you know, in six Super Bowls, I don't think that's possible. But, you know, one thing that may be a possibility is maybe they just need to get a general manager. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great uh, idea. Because when they had Scott Pioli, he was the guy that could, you know, stand up to Bill and be like, eh, you know, let's not go with this guy. Let's go with another guy. And that's when they were hitting on all their picks. I don't know. I, 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 I you know, I, I'm assuming that um, Bill shops for the groceries there. Bill has final say Nick on Cassar- everything. I think he's Nick always Cassario had that. Probably over, right? past, I think but... he's always had that, right? But Nick was doing yeah, more yeah, than just that for, for the Patriots. Remember how there was a whole big to-do where Casario said he was going uh, to get in the ear during games of the coach's headset to help out David Culley on calling plays right. and down in distance and stuff like that? Apparently that's what he did in New England as well, just helping out on that ring. I don't know, man. I don't know how that conversation with the with Bob Kraft and in, in regards to the hot seat too, you could tell in the last couple of years that Bob Kraft is not happy that the success they is, made the playoffs last year. Did you see what happened in that? I game? know, but they drafted the <laughs> they hit on the quarterback. It appears. I think they hit on the quarterback. So what? So you know who has yet to hit on the quarterback? The Jets have yet to hit on the quarterback. And you had one shot at it for the first time in quarter century, and you hit on the last two. This is not about the Jets. This is sort of, what I'm just saying is. Look around you, and thank you very much for the call, Rick. Look around the neighborhood. I'm just saying, Robert Kraft is, you know, you get accustomed to, it's like that Chris Rock bit, TJ. You get accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and now that lifestyle is gone. I mean, there's a report going on right now. Kendrick Bourne only had, what, a couple of snaps on? And Robert Kraft is stepping in because he's apparently in Matt Patricia's doghouse. Look, the seat will never get hot for Bill, but, but Bob Kraft can be like, okay, like, what are we doing? Let's make some changes. So... I think that's where the problem might set in. You really want your the owner of the team saying, why isn't Kendrick Bourne playing? I want the you owner really of the team that? keeping the coaching staff accountable. I want Sean Payton. That's what I want. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> that ain't happening. I want Sean Payton back. By the way, how got, many Super Bowls have you won in 20 stop, years? Man. I don't care. I want more. Well, I mean, you, at some you point, you more. just have to understand, man. You had a great run. Brother, you've got to live off of that. You got, I mean, I'm living off of 95, bro. I don't care. Dude, I'm not living in the past. Here's the problem. Everyone in New England is living in the past. So they're just giving Bill a free ride. Hold this guy's feet to the fire. <laughs> Come on, it's bro. It's like Aaron Boone, New York. Same way I feel. Dude, Aaron Boone is not the same as Bill Belichick. What are you Belichick? talking about? I know. He's worse. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he's finger pointing with the, sh- the, uh, the shoulder that he, uh, he got yeah. hurt. Hurt. Don't hurt yourself. While Mike. sitting on an airplane. Right. We're going to get Tom House. Do you, do you, does, does Tom, Tom House, House might just left after yeah, Tom House is going to rehab yeah. your shoulder. I need a lot of help, Rich. Okay, very good. Hour three coming up. My four downs and more. That's right. I kind of got stuck on the, the Mike Tomlin soundbite. It flowed. The, this, the segment stopped flowing. <laughs> water and... Uh, water and, and fertilized. fertilized. Water and fertilized. <laughs> water and fertilized. That's, the, <laughs> that's the other type of commercial you're referring to. That's gotcha. the fertilized part. That's the little brown... That's the one where, they, that's the, that's the one like where suddenly, suddenly you have that 
urge to. <laughs> and, and the football's thrown through the tire. I wonder what that image is all about. <laughs> and you're holding hands in two tubs. So in that's a, the in tub a on the mountaintop, right? And, a, that's, and, a, yeah. and, and the water is flowing. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those yet. During, I haven't either. I didn't notice any during week one. Did you? I didn't watch a whole lot of commercials either. I didn't either, see them either. To be honest. I noticed Aaron Rodgers is back with some new State Farm uh, commercials. And, didn't and, see that. And Matthew Stafford is now doing Little Caesars yeah. pizza. I saw CD Lamb had more, had, more, uh, oh had more catches in the Chipotle commercial. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that Chipotle commercial is dope, though. Have you seen it? No. I have seen it. It's it's Herb all the eighty eight. Herb showed it to us on his phone the night that he chose <laughs> Kirk Cousins being MVP. He's just like, a, take a look at this commercial. It's, it's going to start commercial. airing this weekend. It's a dope commercial. Yeah, him and Dez and Drew and yeah. and CD Lamb yeah. and thirty one other fan bases are like, eh, what do I care? But they do care. Bryce Young also really good actor in the Dr Pepper oh, and Heisman House. So. Very good. Yeah, very the Heisman good. House commercials well are good. Tom House in hour number three coming up.